Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Greetings, comrades, and welcome to the Eastern Border. Today I am, well, actually quite happy because yesterday was spent by, by me by helping refugees and, and stuff, and now mom's taking care of them, so there was a lot of work. A lot of these people, well, I wanted to ask them their opinion, but it's just better to leave them, leave them be and help them as you can. So if you live in countries with a lot of refugees... Unless you know them personally and have good contact with them, I wouldn't recommend just annoying them with with questions about interviews or, or, or getting tons of information. These people have been through a lot. Just just saying. But otherwise, I have actually some, some good news. For starters, Russia has now claimed that the first phase of the war is, has been ended and that now they'll concentrate on liberating Donbass. Which basically shows that Moscow has, um, yeah, decided to throw that denazification thing. Yeah, that goes out of the window. Because, well, it just seems that Putin chose the other other strategy. I thought he'd be going all out because, you know, he couldn't just not do anything. Because there's going to be these logistical and manpower issues starting with, with April and May. However, it seems that he's he's decided to limit his goals. This whole attitude about liberating Donbass is what I personally thought would would happen in the first place. I thought there would, we would see some limited warfare and more assaults in the Donetsk territory, but I, I guess they've gone back to that plan. However, you know, as, as usual, Moscow presents all of this as a great, glorious success. You know, everything's going according to plan, nothing, nothing, har- nothing harmful here. And this also kind of kind of shows in, in the front lines. According to my reports, the Russian invaders are still trying to trying to restore the the ability of, of fighting for their men and to kind of you know give them give them some ammo and fuel to restore their operations of assault. At the same time in Militopol there were seventy soldiers which just mutinied and refused to to fight against Ukraine and they just wanted to quit the war. And in another district, apparently, Russian soldiers drove over their commander with a tank after their their group had suffered tons of casualties. And, and they were basically, you know, they decided that enough's enough and just killed their own commander. Still, we have a lot of news about the generals as well. However, during the past night, there was quite a lot of attacks on Donetsk and Lugansk by, by both the Russian army and... Um, the, the pre-existing 
DNR LNR troops, which I call them very, very scanningly, really. But Ukraine, but the Ukrainian army was was able to to recuperate and um, well deal some damage towards this. And during the last during the last day on on the Donbas front, eight um, eight tanks. Uh, 17, uh, 17 BTRs and 11 armored cars have been destroyed and about 170 soldiers have been killed and Ukrainian air forces and artillery have destroyed 12, uh, 12 targets, uh, 3 drones, 5 winged rockets and, and 3 airplanes or wait that's that's 11, they, they claim 12, fine, it's their own mistake I suppose. Ukrainian aviation continues to bombard Russian Russian columns and the concentrated concentrated regions. Meanwhile, in the occupied territories in Kherson, Zaporozhye, and Donetsk, uh, Russians have now put in their national guard, Rosguardia units, to basically crush uh, crush the resistance. You know, it's the, they, they've brought in Rosguardia for what Rosguardia was supposed to do. That is beating up Protesters. They're very skilled at that in their own their own uh, Russian territory. You know. Um, uh, now, now the beatings happen in Kherson, Henichensk, Berdyansk, and also in parts of Mariupol. At the same time, the Russians are now trying to kind of activate more cells of saboteurs in Kiev, with their sleeper agents and um, other people set there. Meanwhile, to kind of regroup the losses, Russians are now basically mobilizing people who are you know, in the list of uh, unpaid alimony payers. You know, people who just have divorced and not paying alimony, and also taking off some some people who basically are um, with um, low social and moral tendencies, who are who are you know basically alcoholics and, and drug abusers from from various various districts. They're they're being sent, and yes, the the conscript uh, the conscripts are also have been being sent there, and uh, that's why I mentioned last time that uh, well. Yeah, April and May could be really bad for Russia. And also, well, they don't have a lot of issue. They they've learned something about maintenance, so they're now they're now checking the tires in Russia because uh, because of all the things that have happened. But uh, still, it turns out that Russian logistics can't manage to switching off their tires to their big cars because of this uh, rot. I think it was called the sun rot. If you're if your tires stand too long, long in the sun, so it's going to be interesting. But I think that what we will what we'll see going going forward is that um, the Russia is going to finally maybe just attack Don Donbas. But I wouldn't believe them in the sense that they will not be trying to capture Kiev. They will. I think they will, because otherwise you can't really call it a victory if you haven't taken Kiev at all. And secondly. If you look at the maps there, then you can you can spot that one of the main reasons where, where Russia has been actually successful in this war is to cut off Ukraine from the sea. So the Odessa part, yeah, that's um, that's a big that's a big problem since that allows Ukrainian shipping to to move through, and ugh, Russia really would like to cut off Ukraine from the sea completely. Another report happened. It turns out that there were people. Who just refused to participate in the assault on Odessa, stating that they don't have foreign passports and thus they can't 
can't, you know, leave their ships because, you know, they can't leave Russian territory. That would be illegal for, for any reason. Meanwhile, in Belarus, the local partisans, as they call themselves, have been actively trying to trying to sabotage any attempts by Lukashenko, who's now really stuck between a rock and a hard place because a lot of these sanctions hitting Russia have also been, been uh, hitting Belarus. And um, everyone's trying to ensure that Belarusian soldiers don't enter this war since, well, Belarusians are even less motivated to fight for Putin than the Russian army. And if Russian army actually has some modern technologies going for them, they have been investing into the military, although it's even more corrupt than anyone had suspect, suspected before the war. I mean, even I, right? Uh, I, I've, I've made this show about the history of the Soviet Union and what's been going on there, and I expected the Russian army to have Soviet levels of corruption. I knew what to expect. And in the Soviet army, yeah, there was a lot of it, but they could function, okay? I hadn't honestly expected that the situation would be so, so bad. And I also hadn't expected to be uh, called various names by people who just disbelieve everything I say and call me a filthy liar constantly without even checking my, my sources or, or where I'm coming from or anything like that. Just Just so very weird. Very weird, to be honest. But, well, I suppose that we'll see, we will see some, some action in Donetsk, and and uh, Kiev is also not going to be left alone, but I think that there might be some, some consolidation in the southern flanks to aid Donbass there, because they couldn't, they couldn't make these encirclements, they couldn't create these pockets of Ukrainian soldiers and surround them and destroy them, so now they have to move on to other plans. On other arenas... What's, what's happening related to the war is the fact that there have been short, um, short military, kind of short engagements between Azerbaijan and Armenia on Karabakh. That that's sort of ish happening, kind of, because there have been military planes over Yerevan and the ports of, of such planes, and uh, I guess yesterday about like five six people died. In the conflict in Karabakh between Azerbaijan and Armenia, it just seems that uh, seems that there there could be something going on there, but everyone's being very careful. So that situation is slowly escalating. Thankfully, it's not exploding all at once, and there are still chances that they might you know solve something. But well, turns out that the Azerbaijanis are. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. are basically 
getting um, getting on with their own plans. Meanwhile, Vladimir Putin went on a crazy rant about cancel culture and Harry Potter. No less, he basically blamed everyone in the West for being staunch supporters of this and how Western Western countries want to cancel Russia. And he he basically, as one of the things, he pointed out J.K. Rowling. You might have various opinions about J.K. Rowling, and you know, I I don't take sides in this 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 matter really. It's, it's none of my business what what happens in, in Western culture, to be honest. Because uh, I although I live in the EU. It would be a lie if I would say that I understand everything that's happening in American or Western European political sphere and what are their priorities. Um, I'm an Eastern border person, so you know I can't really judge in this matter. But I know that she's she's um, she's gone under some slack for some for for some things that she said and her views. Like I said, I can't comment on those because I I don't know. Just I just don't know enough about the political situation elsewhere. But. When she was kind of defended by Putin, she instantly managed to post on Twitter that, uh, quote, critiques of Western cancel culture are possibly not the, not best made by those currently slaughtering civilians for the crime of resistance or who jail and poison their critics. And she also posted an article about um, Alexei Navalny and how he's in prison right now. So that's a good move, even if you don't like, uh, even if you don't like J.K. Rowling because of what she said, at least, you know, this is a... This is a good thing. Now, two things, however, that are the most fun and quite a lot debated here is that um, remember Shoigu, the defense minister that hasn't appeared in public? Well, Ukraine minister Anton Gerashenko, kind of referring to his intelligence sources, has claimed Russian defense minister Sergei Shoigu had suffered a heart attack after a heated confrontation with, with Vladimir Putin where Putin squarely blamed him for the failure of, of his special military operation in Ukraine. The Ukraine minister has claimed that this is the reason why the defense minister, the man believed to be the second mastermind of the war, was not seen in public since March 11. On March 24th, the Russian defense minister was sort of seen on television again, but we know that they pre-record everything. We know that they pre-record everything, and Shoigu also didn't speak on that, that thing. It might as well be his own his own body doubles, but hey, Shoigu might as well be heart attacked. I mean, wh why are you looking at the FSB? Everyone can buy a heart attack in the store, and this is not a heart attack, it's a special, uh, ha special heart uh, destruction operation or, or something, de-heartification operation. Because if, if Shoigu is actually dead, then I don't think those are natural causes. Not by any means. Like, why would you? And also, at this point, of course, disinformation and propaganda is coming from everywhere, but I think Shoigu might be, at least if he's not dead, then he at least might be in troubles for um, for all this thing. Because we still don't know. One thing that the Russian analysts that I watch, that are both opposition and, and um, even Igor Girkin, you know, whom I can call opposition activist only in the sense that he hates Putin and wants to be an even bigger warmonger than Putin because he's even more imperial... Even he is now starting to question who actually commands these operations. Because Putin doesn't. Putin sits in a bunker. While Biden goes to Poland and eats pizza with his soldiers, Putin's just uh, in a bunker, not doing anything. And Shoigu's been um, heart attacked. So, who's the, who's the guy in chief? I mean, someone has to be, right? It would be extreme folly for Russia to just send in this massive force and start this war 
without having a commander-in-chief that actually does the commanding. Not, not, not the president who just sits there and does nothing, but, but we really have to find out who is their commander-in-chief because right now it seems that, well, either the guy's not doing very well and is just absent, or that they might actually not have one concentrated commander-in-chief, which would, um, well, it would spell doom for them, but then again, if you look at their military status, yeah. Another thing that might have possibly happened is that um, Vladimir Zhirinovsky, our old friend Zhirik, uh, that's the guy who has stated that Turkey should be nuked, so that to take Bosphorus, that Iceland should be nuked, so to explode a volcano and sweep away the eastern coast of the United States. He might be dead. Well, we got reports from the health ministry saying that, no, no, he's okay and he's stable, but his close friends and aides stated that, yeah, he's dead. What seems to be very likely right now is that um, 75-year-old crazy guy has actually gone into coma from COVID, so... Even if he's still alive, I don't think he'll last that long. Vladimir Zhirinovsky is a person that if, if I had a gun and a bullet and he would be in front of me, I would smack him with the gun so hard that, that he, he'd bleed out and only after he'd be passed out, then I'd shoot him. Vladimir Zhirinovsky is, is um, you know, a lot of people call him the Kremlin's clown. However, Zhirinovsky has always been the person who tests out the waters for Putin. Zhirinovsky says something crazy and, and absurd and, and totally stupid. And everyone just, you know, laughs and is afraid of him. And then Putin comes in and says basically the same thing, just a bit more toned down, a bit more reasonable. And then Putin looks like a reasonable man by comparison. That's what Zhirinovsky has been doing. And uh, I have no love for this mm, leader of the liberal democratic party, which is neither liberal nor democratic. And he openly praises the Tsar. And that's just crazy, right? But, um... Yeah, Zhirik might as well be dead. We, we'll see what, what happens with that, but, um, well, let's hope this war doesn't get even more bloody than it has to be. What, I really, what I'm really happy about is that Sweden is now sending more anti-air missiles to Ukraine, and I think that if what Ukrainians claim is true, and they really just need more guns and weapons, we should be delivering, them to, we should be delivering those to Ukraine. And I've also received a bunch of questions about how is everyone mentioning NATO, but no one speaks about the Budapest Memorandum. That's a thing that I that I constantly worry about as well, because Budapest Memorandum was independent of NATO, and in there, for their nuclear weapons, United States, United Kingdom, and Russia promised to defend the territorial integrity and sovereignty of Ukraine. Russia has violated that starting since 2014 when they grabbed Crimea, and today, everyone says, oh no, that would lead to confrontation with NATO. Well, why though? Because, think about this, this, this is also a piece of paper that has been signed, and it is important, and I'm, I, get, I get asked this question, why, why no one remembers that paper? Why no one remembers that deal? And all I have to say is that, well, apparently no one really cared about it. But yeah, that's it for today. Thank you for listening. Happiness is mandatory. Uh, please support our show. Go to our homepage, theeasternborder.lv. There's a donate button there. And if you listen from our homepage, you'll get no ads. Or you can become a patron at patreon.com slash theeasternborder. Or there are links to my patron on my Twitter. Please follow me on Twitter and or Facebook. And uh, support the Ukrainian refugees and Ukrainian army in every way that you can. We have links everywhere. I'll be, I'll be doing some 
some good charity work myself right now today. That's why this episode's early. But um, if something updates, of course, I'll be on Twitter because currently Twitter is the most reliable way how to reach me since, well, I post because I, because of how I was banned from Facebook. I just started posting the news on Twitter um, and I'm sticking there. And I hope that, um, you know, to those of you who listen to this and to those of you, those of you who find this useful, well, I hope I'm, uh, I'm doing a good job. Fun stuff. I was I was supposed to look for a proper day job right now, you know, some some place where to settle down a bit. But um, yeah, I can't imagine myself doing any other job for eight hours a day and then coming back and then focusing on this war. I don't know how you guys with regular jobs manage to do this because right now I'm I'm just postponed both my PhD studies and and actually finding a day job and doing anything else not war related at this point. Happiness is mandatory. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 